Welcome to Off the Clock, a podcast by Prasino Wells and Woodland, where we take a team-centered, family-focused approach to serving the estate planning and elder law needs of our community on the Eastern Shore. I'm Jessica Whaley, one of the attorneys with PWW Law, and today I'm joined by Andrew Parcell with Parcell Funeral Homes. We are excited to discuss and share end-of-life planning decisions, so let's get started. Thank you for joining me today, Andrew. Thank you for having me, Jessica. It's a pleasure to be here. So um, we just wanted to have you with us today just to talk a little bit about what we might see on the other end. So a lot of times we send our clients um, for pre-planning with funeral homes in terms of Medicaid planning, things like that. And a lot of our clients have questions about funeral plans in general, especially when we're talking about the estate planning and everything like that. So we just want to have you here to talk a little bit more about what they can expect when they come to those meetings and just the things they should be thinking through before even having that meeting. Absolutely. Um, So there's definitely a lot of questions, a lot of things you don't really think about. We're not necessarily an industry that you want to talk about funeral every day. Um, So the biggest thing you have to think about is education. So being open to asking the questions and starting a conversation. And that's where when a family has our first contact with us coming from you, we're able to kind of start that entire process. We kind of start with you know, what is your wishes? What is kind of your style or, you know, what have you experienced in the past to get a feel for how much that the client may understand or know about funeral arrangements, if they've made arrangements for a loved one in the past or not. And then from that understanding, we can start to educate the clients on what they're going to start, need to start to prepare and the conversation they're going to need to have with their family, who is ultimately who the funeral is for. Okay. And so where should they start that? Should they start that more with what their wishes are or should they start more with the financial end of things? So you should always start with what your wishes are. You really need to have a good understanding of that before you move into financial because financial can go the entire spectrum of the scale. And, you know, ultimately we can tailor a plan that is exactly what your wishes are as well as tailored to your budget. But if you start with the budget, then it's going to be so open and we aren't going to really be able to help hone in on what your family's wishes and needs actually are. Okay. So on that range, so starting with wishes, what are some things that people should be thinking through? I know there's obviously um, burial versus cremation, things like that, but what are other considerations that the people coming in to meet with you should consider? So when considering that, um, that concept of burial versus cremation, that's almost a concept of, all right, that's my final disposition. Either I'm going to be cremated or I'm going to go to a cemetery, or I might even be cremated and then still go to a cemetery. But we need to think about, all right, prior to that, what do I want? Do I want an opportunity for my family to come in and have a viewing or to say goodbye, which can be done with burial or cremation? So uh, do my kids live out of state if they're not around upon my passing? Do I want the opportunity for them to come and say goodbye? So that's one of those considerations. And then looking after the burial or the cremation, do I want to have a celebration of life? Do I want to have a reception? You know, dad loved his Coors Light and his cheesesteak egg rolls. So we're going to have a reception and that's going to be the first thing you get when you come into there. So really planning out the beginning to the end of those considerations. Yeah, great. Um, And then generally, do you find that people who pre-plan are better off than, maybe that's not the right word, but people who pre-plan, are they tend to be more informed at that time or do they tend to have an easier time? I know you're still losing a loved one, but as 
easier as it can get. Do you think that they have are better off when they have those wishes written out and don't have to really think about it? Absolutely. Um, there's no question that it makes it easier. It reduces the burden and the amount of decisions that you have to make. When we think about things, the things that are most important in our life, we always plan for, or even consider a wedding. We take a year to plan out a wedding for that one day that's super important and we want it to be perfect. Well, hey, with a funeral, you're celebrating 70, 80, 90 years of life. Mm -hmm. And you want that funeral to be perfect and you want it to tell your story and be everything you want. So why not spend a little bit of time planning it? And then when the funeral actually comes, all you need to do is worry about being with your family and emotionally supporting each other because all those other decisions have been made. Okay. And we see that a lot too with the estate planning. People are so hesitant to come in and do it because they feel like they're thinking about that time when they're passing. And really it's just setting your family up for more success. And I think you kind of have the same experience in that aspect of it. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, in terms of just keeping on the pre-planning, is there any cost or commitment to go forward with that, with just planning? So there's absolutely no cost or commitment with planning. Um, when planning, it goes back to initially when I was talking of it's education. It's educating you on what the options are and then starting to put down kind of what you feel your needs are right now. And there's no commitment because your needs may change over time, you know, because we people younger and younger families are coming to us to plan. But over time, the needs of your life change. So, you know, there's no commitment. Those things can change over time. And everything also can be transferred. So if you move away, we never know where life might take us. So you're always protected in the fact that you can change your prearrangements or be portable with them. Yeah, and I think that's something a lot of people don't realize really. And I didn't realize until I got into this role that you can do that has that portability. So I think that's nice that you can still make those decisions and know that they can go with you if you decide to go. In terms of payment, if you do want to prepay for pre planning, can you do that? You can do that. And what's very um, unique about Delaware and about half of the states in the country is uh, we, the state of Delaware law requires that all monies be set aside in a third party financial institution's holdings. Therefore, those monies are secured and bonded federally and will always be there for use of need at the time of a passing. And so that's important because that kind of goes along with the portability aspect of being able to transfer your arrangements to a different funeral home. If one goes out of business or you move, you're always protected. So that's really important. And that's something you want to know um, the local state laws, depending on where you're prearranging. But then taking it a step further with prepaying your arrangements, you have options to either pay it in a lump sum or you can make payments monthly for up to 10 years. So there's a lot of uh, options to be able to create something that's budget friendly along with your estate planning. Yeah, and that's, I was going to ask you the different funding options, but you covered it there. And then um, in terms of the insurance policies or having it set aside with that third party financial institution, is that something with like life insurance that people should be thinking about updating their beneficiaries if they do move or do, do they need to think about that or? So that works a little bit differently because it's not a traditional life insurance type of policy. And that's why it's so important to have something like this for your funeral expenses is because a traditional life insurance policy, you have beneficiaries and they have up to six months to pay their 
their beneficiaries. So your traditional life insurance policy isn't always an applicable usage for payment for your funeral expenses. With this type of policy, the way it works is the beneficiary is traditionally the estate for any excess funds. And then what happens is at the time of need, whatever funeral home performs or services that funeral at that time, you as the family would sign a letter of performance stating that they performed and did everything that I asked them to do. And it pays the funeral home immediately within 24 hours. Okay, that's great. And then um, also in terms of prepaying, is there any benefit to the family for doing that? Absolutely. So with prepaying, there's several different benefits that you can have. Um, One of them being there's the opportunity to guarantee the pricing of services and merchandise, which is a great concept because inflation is always going to go up. Things are going to change. And when you're making an estate plan or a budget for your future for your retirement, you want to know that, hey, if I make this investment into my pre-plan, that it's going to take care of it at the time of need. I'm not going to have another bill on top. So there's a great opportunity with that. And that's also important in circumstances such as a Medicaid spend down, where you can take and you're making the policy irrevocable so it can't be cashed out. But you also need to make sure, hey, if I'm not going to have any assets because I'm going to be on Medicaid, that those funds are going to be enough to take care of my funeral expenses whenever I should pass. Yeah, And that's a strategy we always discuss with our clients in the asset protection department um, when they're trying to qualify for Medicaid is that pre-planning, pre-paying. And it just kind of plays into everything about the fact we want to focus on your family and treat them as if they're our own and making sure they're taken care of. And that's one of the best vehicles, I think, for spend down because it is taking care of something and taking some burden off your family on the back end too. Absolutely. Um, Just in talking, declaration of disposition of last remains, where does that come into play for you? So that's a vehicle we use. um, Not often, we often try to lend to more to them writing a memo about their wishes to have them actually pre-plan, come to you and pre-plan, or we use it in very limited circumstances. So on your end, how does that benefit you? If they, I guess, more or less, if they don't pre-plan, does it come into play if they do pre-plan, things like that? Well, so the declaration and last disposition basically designates what your ultimate wishes are for cremation or burial uh, for your final disposition. And then you could take it a step further and designate some specific services as well. And that's really important because when you have in your will that it says, hey, I want to be buried or I want to be cremated, That's all still dictated by whoever is the executor of the will. Well, if that executor's, let's say your attorney or somebody that you want to do financial things, you might not necessarily want them to be the one making your funeral arrangements. So the declaration at last disposition allows you to appoint that specific person you would want to do, or it makes it so that we don't even necessarily need any authorizing party because you've already secured your pre-authorization through completing that declaration. So it's kind of hand in hand with pre-planning. It's just a different vehicle more or less. Absolutely. Great. Um, And it just helps guide you. So that really helps as well. Um, And then on the other end of things. So one thing people always come back to is the obituary. And so um, some of the most memorable obituaries that I've seen aren't just the standard so-and-so past, there's their loved ones, but really plays into it. And I think it comes more from the person who has passed or someone very close to them with direction. So um, in your line of work, do you see 
a form that's really helpful or it's just something for people to think through that you find helpful um, when thinking about the obituary. Absolutely. So when thinking about the obituary, we do have a form that we have that kind of goes through chronologically your life, your family members, and a lot of the information that's traditionally in the obituary. However, it's also something that we like to gather a lot of the information from you in person to get to know you and establish a relationship and try and help to tell that story. But ultimately, it's very personal to the loved one. And um, it's great to be able to start jotting down notes. And when you start thinking about the obituary and going through this form and writing, well, I was involved in this and I did this and I was doing this and that, then you start to realize, well, hey, maybe we should have a service or maybe we should do this or do something for the grandkids. We used to do all these different things. So it kind of goes hand in hand. You wouldn't think the story of your life would really dictate your service arrangements or what you do. But once you start writing that story or kind of gathering the obituary information, you start to realize a lot of things. Yeah, it really helps guide where everything's going. So it brings it all back together. If people do want to start thinking about pre-planning, is there any source materials or anything like that that you have that can help people prepare for this meeting? Absolutely. We have a pre-planning guide that's no cost to you that you can call to the funeral home or email us at preplanandparcelfuneralhomes.com. And we can send you out that guide that'll start allowing you to gather your documents and putting your things in order and preparing for an appointment with us or even an information gathering um, time with us. Great. So I appreciate your time today and just you coming in and talking to our listeners about all of that. And I just appreciate your time and thank you. Thank you so much, Jessica. Thanks for being with us today on Off the Clock. If you'd like to learn more about us, visit our website at pwwlaw.com. Of course, you can contact us directly by calling 302-628-4140 or emailing info at pwwlaw.com. We're here to help you plan today to perfect your family's tomorrow. See you next time. Anything discussed on Off the Clock is for general informational purposes only and is not intended to create an attorney-client relationship. To obtain the most reliable guidance, listeners are encouraged to seek personalized advice from qualified professionals.